0: You ever have a day where you do all the work and then delete it all by accident? That literally just happened to me. Before we got started, before we even decided on the cigar for the day, so I said some words I can't say on radio, and I grabbed the god of fire, Siri B, the Ecuadorian sun-grown. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz, that right there, America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Molloy, the Arturo Fuente, God of Fire, Siri B. This is a five by fifty, which means it's five inches long. T. Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And 50 is the ring gauge. That's the diameter of the cigar or how thick the cigar is around. T. This. I am so angry with myself, fingers. You watched me do it. I'm editing it up. We had this great interview with Ari Spears from Mad TV and you know he does voices on Family Guy and he was in town. he's doing a comedy show at Helium Comedy Club. and we're like, we want to talk so he came in. It great. it was fantastic conversation. well over 30 minutes. I was editing up parts of it for the show and I, I'm like, all right, I finally got it and then I deleted it. And I couldn't get it back, and I said things that are inappropriate, and I apologized to no one. (laughs) Then I grabbed for the Siri B. This is just one of those full, complete, perfect cigars. We're talking about big, big, big cigar in terms of the flavor profile, but not so much in the size. But it feels right for a 5x50. It's got a perfect little balance to it. And that wrapper, that sun-grown wrapper, that dark, that modely black, and it's 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 the right amount of oil, not suede, but the right
1: amount of oil. Fingers Malloy. Yeah, it's a beautiful dark wrapper, and uh, you know when we first lit it, and we you know we just lit this sucker up. Uh, I don't know about you, but immediately got hit with that spice, some right. spice and some cocoa, but that spice right off the bat hit me, and I'm going to be very interested to see if that carries through into the into the second third. Uh, but but so far very enjoyable.
0: I'm telling you that, you know, you and I have a very, very different palates, and, and and it's true when we, when we drink the bourbon, and, and what we feel, and what we experience, and, and the same on the cigar. You don't feel that wood right off the bat? That cedar that is just resting on the middle tongue perfectly?
1: I got cocoa. Is,
0: is, that, is that a candy cigar? Did you really get? That's the- <laughs> I well, okay.
1: had a joke. I was gonna clean it up. You know
0: what? So so here's where it gets interesting. In both conversations, we're having this conversation about what the earth can bring out in it, and I could see where in the back parts of the tongue, like that cocoa kind of kind of picks up. And don't think of it as as a sweet milk chocolate. Think of it as as a a, a cocoa that it's almost got a richness, but it also has a bit of a floral note. Going on there because we we ha- this is a subject we've, we've we've been discussing. We we talk about these these terms and your your palate might be completely different. You got to do what's best for you. That's why you have to write everything down. Get out your notebook. What did you eat today? What did you drink today? What's the weather? It's the first real fall day here in Indianapolis. It's spectacular. It changes everything. So while you're engaging a cocoa note, maybe that has to do with what you did today. And where it's hitting on the tongue and where the saliva's working, for me, it's it, it's that mid-tongue wood that is perfect. But what's interesting about this cigar, the God of Fire, Siri B, is that the smoke is thick. Yeah. In the mouth and on the exhale, on the retrohale, well, you know, sometimes you bring it out of the sinuses, that's the retrohale. The smoke is thick. You can
1: actually feel it, and that I love. Yeah, and uh, look, again, we're, we're just into the first third but there's a lot of thick pleasant smoke coming off of this and you're it's it's too early to come to this conclusion but i'm already starting to feel like at least with with these two sticks looking at them that we're not going to have any problems keeping these lit it just it just feels like this is going to be a a consistent smoke all the way through uh it's 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 right now very good what i feel is that i might smoke it
0: too quickly and i need to slow down especially when you're talking about that robusto size that 5 inch inside size that's a robusto size but 50 is a ring gauge for me is a that that feels perfect and anything in that 50 52 is really where I I do enjoy being not that I don't like a lancero in that 38 uh, ring gauge, that very thin, almost dainty feel, but great
1: smoke because you've got so much wrapper in there. It, but it, I'm just worried about going too fast. Yeah, I could see that. It feels a little bit light to me, but it doesn't feel like a, a wiffle ball bat. You know, that, that sensation that we've had with some cigars where they feel a little bit light. It doesn't feel that way to me. It does feel very good in the hand, though.
0: So this, the Siri B, this is the Arturo Fuente God of Fire, 5 by 50 It's Ecuadorian sun-grown in the wrapper, Dominican in the binder, and the filler and uh, when you see the God of Fires, sometimes people gravitate to them because like, oh, big smoke. It is a big smoke. But there's also some wonderful, wonderful construction and thought going into these cigars. Listen to what we're talking about. We didn't say, oh, wow, that's a spice bomb. Oh, wow, it's just massive pepper. No, we, Fingers got the spice and also got cocoa. There's work that, goes that that's getting really involved uh, in that. The question, Fingers Malloy, is it in your humidor at $23 a stick? Ouch. Uh,
1: well, you know, again, just started smoking it. Uh, I'll be interested to see how this goes when we get into the last third. Uh, but, man, $23 a stick, you know, we talk so much about value. This is a very, you know, so far a very good cigar. Uh, but, you know, we've just had so many good cigars that are in the $10, 12 $14 range where, this would be a cigar for me I think if I were at a lounge I would definitely try out. What would it be my humidor? I'm not so sure.
0: So the funny thing is is that I would go exactly the other way. This comes in this first of all this is a tubo. I should have mentioned. It comes in the tube. It's a, it's a gorgeous packaging. Because of the tube, this comes in a box of 8. Okay. It's a weird thing. Usually you see 10 yeah. as as the smaller box size or sometimes you'll see a pack of 5 as like a a trial pack if you will. So it's an interesting that it comes in a box of 8. It is in my humidor. The difference is, is that it's smoked very rarely. Okay. A five-inch cigar for me, I mean, you, someone could get 90 minutes out of this cigar. That someone is not me. So, so we're clear. But this kind of weather, the back deck, when I know I just want some time to myself, absolutely positively. A friend's going to come over for an hour, an hour and a half, and you're going to have a drink with it, this is a, you know, a good friend. Cigar, Not for me, a cigar lounge, because I want more time.
1: I see. Well, and I don't know if this is just the the seasons that are messing with me, but we've talked previously about how you can be influenced by... Doesn't this feel like a fall cigar? Oh, God, yes. In absolutely every single way. I usually equate sun
0: groans more with, with summer. I, I always have, but this absolutely does feel like a fall cigar, and it could just be the weather playing tricks on us, because it's that it's that first little bit of brisk, it's that cool breeze, there's no humidity, you're like, this is how I know God loves me, <laughs> right here, and this cigar has brought me down from the absolute anger of deleting my file, you know that moment where you've worked and worked and worked and realized, and realized you didn't save it? That was me.
1: I saw a color pop up in your face that I haven't seen since a 1975 TV test pattern.
0: It was aubergine. <laughs> that's what you were that's what the color you were thinking yeah. of. The Godifier Serie B robusto tubo is a wonderful, wonderful smoke. Now, if this is your first cigar, mm, no. <laughs> Uh, But if you're somebody who has uh, been smoking, and you're like, okay, I want to see what those kinds of flavors are. Can I pick up what Fingers and Tony are picking up? Absolutely give it a go. This is something I buy a box of. And it will be in the humidor all year. This might be like a a one-a-month cigar. And really, weather will play a part in it. I, I don't think there's any question about that. It will play a part, the Siri B, right there. Now... This conversation we had with Ari Spears, comic, actor, Mad TV, really, really interesting. I will bring that to you coming up. Keep it right here. This is Eat Drink Smoke.
1: Follow the Eat Drink Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio.
0: So, Ari Spears, you might remember him from Mad TV, the comic, the actor. He actually does a lot of voice work, You're family guy, American dad, he's the voice of Shaquille O'Neal, Eddie Murphy, does a lot of impressions. Well, he was in my beloved Indianapolis. He was doing a comedy club, Helium Comedy Club, and I said, hey, come on over to eat, drink, smoke, let's sit, let's talk, let's... I, 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 I want to hear part of your story, because his headshot, he's he's, he's smoking a, a cigar. So I said, come on over, we'll have a cigar, and, and, and let's talk. And, well, it was an interesting conversation about comedy and what success is all about. So Aries Spears, most people know him from the days of Mad TV, which was incredible stuff. And he's playing a comedy club in Indianapolis called Helium. Helium Comedy Club. He's doing, I think, five shows in four days. Uh, Six. Six shows, sorry. Yeah. man's working hard. Yes. And his promo, his headshot, has him with a cigar. I'm like, Aries Spears is a cigar smoker? I got to bring him in. And the first thing he says (laughs) is,
2: yeah, yeah, I don't smoke cigars. Yeah, no, man, I, you know, um... And listen, man, my my dude is uh Michael Jordan. I'm a I'm a Michael Jordan fanatic. And you the know Part Lusitania is what yeah, he smokes. And 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 I always see the big cigar bowls, which I, I really love. Um and the look of it with a nice drink is always so cool, but I I'm just, you know, I'm 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 in the minor leagues, man. Listen now. Like I want I want a cigar ashtray, but I smoke cigarettes. Right. You know, so it would just be, you know. My little, my little, uh, what do they call those those things? Those in the boats, you get one person, oh, your or or like your kayak, your kayak. Canoe? It would be my kayak in the Atlantic Ocean if I put a <laughs> cigarette in one of these things. So, so the the
0: cigar will wreck you, but the cigarette's fine.
2: Uh. Yeah, the cigars, you know, it's a little bit of a different thing, and, and and I've tried it, and you know what I like about the cigarette is you inhale it and mm-hmm. you blow it out. Cigar, you don't really inhale. No, it. you don't. You just and I didn't know that the first time. So you know, it was like
0: oh. it was like somebody
2: shoved a, a, a tree bark down right? my throat. But I know you just pull on it, you let it swim in your mouth, mm-hmm. toast you, the palate, baby. Yeah, yeah, and, and you blow it out. And 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 trying that, it never did anything for me. I was like, what? This felt like I, you know, I didn't understand the rush. You gotta do it again, other than the look. Well the look is good. It's a good look. It feels good. Yeah, like it's, the it's, lounge. It, yeah, oh yeah, listen, this is a this is a sexy look. I mean, when you when the when the sun goes down and then the music is right, little Frank Sinatra, your boys, a couple of girls, the big bowl of drinks, it's sexy. Right. But but I always felt like if I'm gonna go for something to give me a buzz mm-hmm. and, and to get me right, I wanna put it in me. And I want—I want to drink the drink. I want to put the—I want the nicotine in me. And you went—and you went to Tito's. You didn't even go for bourbon. You went right to vodka. And here's the thing: I used to be a dark guy, a right? uh, uh, Crown Royal. Okay, used to be my go-to. But uh, I've been on this long uphill battle of trying to get better. Right. So I went. You know, I—I I heard that darker liquor because it has more sugar. Is—is is you're gonna drink and try and be healthy, you gotta go light. You gotta go. You gotta go clear. So I, I went to vodka, but then I went of all the vodkas, Tito's is at least gluten free. So I'm still sinning, but oh. I'm but I'm doing it with a conscience.
0: Do you ever say to yourself, look at where you know how you started and you grew up in Jersey, a Brunswick guy, and and uh, made your way through uh, a lot of the big leagues, and now you're a guy drinking vodka with sugar free Red Bull and like, what the hell happened to me?
2: No, because I know I'm still doing wrong, but but it's but it's a it's a conscious wrong, you know what I mean? Right? It's, it's it's you know I'm not I'm not a hundred percent. In my mind, I'm going yeah. I would love to 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 eat right and and cut out all the bad shit and 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 uh, exercise and have a nice body and all that. I'm 46, and that dream is really starting it's- to go away in the distance. But but as long as I'm still holding on to it. I think it's achievable if I could at least cheat a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, like instead of brown light, if I'm gonna do vodka, gluten free, if I'm gonna smoke cigarettes, look even what, though it's still all bad for you. Look what culture has done to us. I look what's I, I I'm, We're the last of a dying breed. We're the dinosaurs, man. You're the last of a dying breed.
0: So I, I I've never done stand-up comedy. I, I, I'm funny. But stand-up comedy funny is a whole different kind of funny,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? I often refer to that. It is it is really, you know, the, you, you take a look at the movie Trading Places, right. you know, Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy, and you do, yeah. famous for the Eddie Murphy impressions, you right. do them on, on Family Guy and you do them on, on American Dad with Shaquille right. O'Neal and the other ones. And uh, there's a line, Dan Aykroyd refers to uh, Wall Street as the last uh, pure bastion of capitalism. And I'm like, no, 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 that's stand-up comedy. Uh-huh. Only stand-up comedy do you right. know whether you succeeded or you failed right there right. in in the moment. and when I get a chance to talk to guys like you Who have done it and have been doing it for a great number of years I'm always wondering like, What's it like being a comic In a world where, where you You came up as a road comic, right? Like You, you, did, the, you did the touring
2: Yes, um, I didn't start out that way For me it was the reverse Most guys grind and grind and grind on the road And eventually get a TV show Or get a movie career I actually started out Doing tons of television And, and, and becoming a regular on Mad TV, and then went on the road. Because when you first start start out on the road, you make your bones sleeping in crappy motels, eventually you might move to a hotel, but it still ain't the best. And it's a really tough grind, you're performing for next to no money, but because I came in 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 the reverse, and I built a name and a persona on TV, I shot right, right to headliner status. Right. So I didn't I did I bypassed the comedy condo. I didn't do the motels or the crappy hotels. I stayed in five star hotels. I was headlining. Uh, it happened for me in the reverse. So there's a lot of guys now who make their bones, they get
0: popular on YouTube. They 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 amass a couple hundred thousand followers that way. And that's <laughs> Man, that's got to be a different way of building a comedy career right? it can't
2: be the same but most of those guys don't sustain themselves right because uh, one they're not really comics you know they're 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 like carnival acts and and not to say that that doesn't work because but it doesn't last um, real stand-ups make their bones in clubs you know right. that, that, that's the traditional old-fashioned recipe and then you you know you, you grind you grind you get better and then you move to LA, and hopefully you get a television show or start appearing in movies. But that's really the the traditional way to go about it. So you
0: did it in this in this backwards kind of kind of reverse way, as you're doing it now. As you, you, you're you're on the road, you're here in Indianapolis, six shows at, at Helium yeah. Comedy Club. You're, you're touring everywhere, right? Yeah.
2: So where are you after this? Uh, I got a week off, uh, and then I think I'm in. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Here's what's crazy. Before the pandemic, I would work every year, all year round. Right. And because of the pandemic and slowly coming back to work, shows either getting canceled or moved. Um, it hasn't been the same rhythm. So I'm slowly getting back into it. As a matter of fact, this last month and a half was the most I had consistently worked week to week to week to week. Does it feel and good to be back? It does. It does. Uh uh. You know, when, you're on, when, you, when I was grinding nonstop, I would beg for weeks off. Like, I, oh, my God, finally I got a week off. But then, you know, once you take enough weeks off, you got to get back to work. Right. You know, so you appreciate what you have once it's gone. More with Aries Spears. We've got more of this
0: cigar. And, of course, we got some bourbon to drink as well. Keep it right here. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Impossible pork is here, which is usually said differently by my rabbi who goes, pork, impossible. Eat, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Molloy. Find it all at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. That's a good joke. Thank you for appreciating it, Fingers Malloy. I I, I, I got to meet your rabbi. Oh, rabbi Ben. That has to happen. Smoke cigars, drink scotch. And I'm like, why scotch? He goes, I had a bad experience with bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> and when your rabbis had a bad experience with bourbon, that's... Awesome. So, impossible
1: pork should be okay.
0: I don't know if it's going to be uh, okay. So, you know, impossible meat and all the plant-based meat that's going on and people uh, love it and adore it. It's really not that great for you in terms of what's in it. The 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 compounds that make such the thing, but it is at um, uh, at David Chang's Fuko Bar. And this is in New York. It's going to be rolling out across Hong Kong in October and then Singapore, where pork is absolutely a a, a staple. It's interesting. It's very, very interesting to see who wants this. Because culturally, if we're talking about China, where pork is a standard then why would you want something that wasn't so i but maybe this has something to do with not quite understanding it culturally where there are the same desires and wants within china about meatless diet and this that and the other i
1: don't i don't see it but i guess it's possible i guess it is and the other thing to consider is you know you and i are both transplants to indiana uh, I, I don't know if you knew this about Indiana. Uh, you know, I'm originally from Michigan. When I got to Indiana, everybody kept telling me, "You got to have the tenderloin. Oh, you got to have the tenderloin sandwich. Tenderloin sandwiches are everywhere." Well, now, once this gets rolled out, you'll be able to get an impossible pork tenderloin sandwich here in in Indiana. When that time comes, maybe there's a market for it. I will tell you that going back to to, to my rabbi, Rabbi Ben. We had
0: actually talked about the impossible uh, meat. We were in a conversation. We were having a cigar, and he said, I can't tell you how excited I am. I said, really? First time in my life I'll be able to have a cheeseburger. Wow. I want to know what that's like. Because he had never done it before. Um, And I told him, it's awesome. (laughs) And then he said, oh, Tony. And I said, please. (laughs) I'm fully aware. I just It's just that sometimes we see these things as... Weird American kind of of moves and maneuvers and, and and our culture, but there there is there is more to this, and I'm just I, I find it kind of fascinating that th- this could play in a place like China because if they can crack that market for any of the issues that we have with China and the the political conversation side of China, which you and I could dig into quite literally for forever. It's interesting. It's interesting to see if it plays there. Because if it plays there, there's a lot of money to be made with impossible pork. But then came the story that the CEO of Moderna, so this is one of the groups that made a vaccine. Moderna made a vaccine. Pfizer made a vaccine. Johnson & Johnson made a vaccine. What they show in the data is that while Pfizer makes the claim that it is 95% effective, they see Moderna in terms of who's entering hospitals or who's having symptoms as doing the best on that side. That's how they've looked at it. Uh, you, whatever vaccine you took, fine. If you didn't take, also fine by us. We'll still be your friends. Uh, uh, Stefan Bensell, I believe is how I pronounce uh, his, his name, he is saying that this pandemic could be over in a year. And I got to tell you, I don't quite know where he gets that data. Here's the quote. He told this to a, a Swiss newspaper. If you look at the industry-wide expansion of production capabilities over the past six months, enough doses should be available by the middle of next year so that everyone on this earth can be vaccinated. Boosters should also be possible to the extent required. Now, this is not a political thing. The idea that there's going to be enough to vaccinate everybody in the world, Okay. But that isn't how this virus works, and I'm bothered by his statement here, or at least how, how the, the, the people at Reuters wrote the headline, because we all need to understand that that's, that isn't how this virus works. Coronaviruses exist. I'm not a doctor, just so we're clear. I, I sometimes play one in the bedroom, but I am not a doctor. The common cold is a coronavirus, and we haven't knocked out the common colds yet. You're not going to knock out a coronavirus. It's going to be here. Now, if we're talking about the ability to manage different mutations, whether it's Delta variant, this possible Mu variant out of Columbia, things like that, okay, well that's an interesting thing to say, but you shouldn't you shouldn't write things like this because that's absolutely deceptive to the science which is rather clear. COVID, in some variation, like the flu, will be with us forever.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I read that headline and I thought to myself, boy, another year of this? <laughs> is that what you said? That's, that's the first thing that popped into my head. But, of course, you know, you know he's talking about it on a global scale. You know, in, in a lot of ways, the United States is further ahead of, of, of certainly a lot of countries when it comes to, to battling this virus. But, uh, you know, I... I'm often skeptical of people who try to get into the prediction business when it comes to this sort of thing, because uh, unfortunately, and again, we're not getting political here. It's just a fact that we've heard many a prediction over the past eighteen months, and most of them Wait have a not been true two weeks to
0: flatten the curve (laughs) is what people go back to all the time doesn't matter who you are yeah remember when it was two weeks to flatten the curve I think that's a great point that I, I, I had not come to as I was just looking at this it is really bad to make assumptions because America has seen a series of assumptions and that's what's got people so wholly pissed yeah stop saying that you have this idea you're doing the best that you can and I'm not, I'm not anti-vax I, I've, I've, I've never been but I'm also Opposed to the idea of force yeah. That's not where I live and, 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 and breathe But should we deny That We said to these drug companies This is what you gotta do And the drug company said we're on it And then they did it Now people agree and disagree And they have worries here and there I'm not, I'm not suggesting no if you take a look at hospitals, based on the data that's provided, and that's not to say some people don't have adverse effects to a vaccine like they would to multiples of vaccines. People who have the vaccine have less symptoms. All right, They manage the symptoms better in the main. It's like when you take a look at kids and people are like, I don't know if I want my kid vaccinated. It's because kids survived this by remarkable measure. If kids got COVID the way kids got polio back in the day, parents would be trying to kill each other in the streets... For a vaccine. Yeah. So you're right. Don't promise because things change and, and we're
1: tired of hearing it as a society. Yeah. And, you know, the whole variant conversation, uh, you know, needs to come up. And you, you brought it up a little bit earlier. You just don't know what's around the corner. Right. And so I, I think it's... it's I don't want to say irresponsible. I I just know. I don't know if I would be... I think you're me-
0: right, though. I, I I think that is the right term. I think it is a touch irresponsible. Now that I think about that, that headline... Again and again, from 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 writers there, Moderna chief executive sees pandemic over in a year. That's, I I think you're onto something, fingers. That could be seen as irresponsible, and maybe I mean I don't think we should panic now. You don't think we should panic. N- neither one of us. We've been we've been smoking in cigar lounges this whole time, <laughs> but panic is is a mistake. Thinking that this thing is gone, that is also a mistake. Not a mistake. Getting yourself a My Pillow and the new My Slippers. Two years to develop to ensure they're the highest in quality and comfort. The My Slippers from My Pillow, designed for all-day indoor or outside wear, made with quality leather suede, exclusive three-tier cushioning system. So they've got the, the MyPillow My Pillow fill from the My Pillow and the impact gel and the comfort memory foam, and it absorbs impact, relieves pressure. At your feet they're never going to feel the same. It mocks in or slip-on style, and right now for a limited time. You can get the my slippers for 50% off. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, enter promo code TONY, T-O-N-Y, MyPillow.com, promo code TONY, and you can get the deep discounts on the Giza Dream bed sheets, which I use, the MyPillow mattress topper, the MyPillow towel sets, which I also use, but save 50% on the new my slippers with promo code TONY, MyPillow.com. Promo code Tony. Smoke in this god of fire. Siri B, the Robusto Tubo. Ooh, I
1: am happy. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. When you have a forehead as big as Peyton Manning's, you can do whatever you want. Wow. Yep, that's the way
0: I started. And I guess I started that way because I didn't know that people made fun of his forehead until I heard Eli Manning making fun of his forehead in that Monday night uh, special thing that they do for Monday night football. I didn't know that people made fun of the man's forehead. But if it's okay for Eli, it's got to be okay for the rest of us, right? Are you saying he has an eight head? Get it? It's two times a forehead, uh, people. Uh. Fingers Malloy with the funny. It's eat, drink, smoke, or eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, And Peyton Manning, of course, the famed Indianapolis Colts quarterback. He also played with the Denver Broncos. But since we're an Indy, he's the famed Indianapolis Colts quarterback, <laughs> the Hall of Famer because of his work with the Indianapolis Colts. He has started a bourbon. Now, this is something we've known about. And we've actually had a chance to kind of learn about before it got this big launch and this big release. This is Sweeten's Cove from Sweeten's Cove Spirits. This is a bourbon at 100.1. Nope. 101.4 proof. Always gets applause when it's over 100 proof from Fingers Malloy. This is 13 years in the aging. And what's so interesting about this is that it has a mash bill of 84% corn. Now, to be bourbon, it has to be 51% corn. A charred oak barrel, first use. Goes in at a certain proof, out at a certain proof. There are rules about bourbon. It's the great American drink by law. But I have not seen a mash bill where the corn content is so high. That is really interesting. I'm expecting big, big sweet out of this. Now, you may not be able to find Sweetens Cove, S-W-E-E-T-E-N-S, Sweetens Cove, where you are, because this is just coming out. We're, we're, I think, amongst the first people to
1: actually try this bourbon. Why is this surprising to you? I mean, we've got Peyton Manning, former quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. That's right. Indiana. Right. Corn. Look, I'm not saying no, although he makes this in Tennessee, which, you know, is
0: fine. I'm not going to argue that point. He's a Tennessee guy. All the respect in the world. But if this isn't all Indiana corn, well, then that's a bit of <laughs> heresy for sure. Uh, it's a it's a good amber color that you would normally expect of of a bourbon actually a little bit more of the golden a lighter amber if you would and that nose yeah that nose is sweet and fruity baby that nose is sweet and pr- fruity which it also says on my match.com profile um wow. oh yeah it's a little bit of it's a little bit of orchard in there it's a little bit of sugar and a little bit of orchard going on in that and a little bit of caramel too so we'd start it neat. That's always the way we do it. Where you put it in the Glen Cairn glass. It's that oddly shaped glass that kind of comes out and then in almost like a fluted, I guess you could say, kind of look. You really get your nose in there. You can really move it around the light. To the light, it isn't the most attractive thing. I like those darkers it when it gets a little more uh, amber in there, this is a little more on that lighter orange side, honey side. But that nose is absolutely, that nose is pretty. Yeah. Right? There, right. is, there, there, is a, there is an alcohol in there.
1: Don't get me wrong. But that nose is easy, man. Is there is there a hint of floral in there? <laughs> Just a hint? Oh, you took, sorry. <laughs> you took a big, <laughs> took a big <laughs> nose right there. Snort. <laughs> I would go orchard
0: more than floral, but I don't think that you're in a bad place when you say that. There is definitely something not crisp bright, but uplifting bright
1: within that nose.
0: Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Okay. That's lovely. You ready to do this, Fingers Malloy?
1: Tony, I've been ready for this all day.
0: Fingers Malloy goes first doing the Kentucky chew. That's how you move it around the palate to get a feel for what it's all about. You may want to clean the palate with a little bit of water if you've got a sorbet. Oh, you're fancy, but do it. Fingers Malloy, you've taken your sip. You're making your um grumpy face.
1: What's up? This is interesting. On the palate. It tastes like chicken. A little bit. Does it taste like Peyton? <laughs> wow. Uh, so you were mentioning Orchard. Yeah. To me, on on, on the palate, it, it it's 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 syrupy and a little bit of, of, of vanilla, but there's a little bit of almost apple. It's it's a hint of apple. Yeah. It's it's, it's something that I haven't experienced too often when when drinking bourbon. Uh, there's. Just a little bit of a sting on the tongue. No burn going down. Uh, very pleasant. All right. Let me let me give this a go. It is Sweetens Cove. Now, Sweetens Cove is
0: actually named after a golf course. It's a nine-hole golf course tucked away in, in a place called uh, Pittsburgh, Tennessee. There's no H. P-I-T-T-S-B-U-R-G. Okay. That's what it's named after. This kind of special little place that, that people like to go. Uh, the viscosity on this, it does stick to... The glass, man, that's kind of interesting, but it doesn't play too thick. But it here looks, we go. It looks thin. Yeah, it looks thin. It does, that, that, and that's not necessarily bad. That's just we're giving you what it looks like. Here we go. The Sweetens Cove, one hundred one point four proof. Here I am. Lachaim. No. He's going
1: in. Give it the old Pittsburgh poke. Oh, that's easy.
0: Oh, that is a little bit of apple now, isn't it? Just a tad. That's an interesting. That really exists more in the exhale than anything else. I can see that. Yeah. All right. Uh, maybe a slight tingle on the tongue. Um, a, 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 a touch of a hit to the back of the throat. There's no real warmth uh, going going down. Maybe the slightest warmth lower chest. That is. That is. That's sweet. That is cakey sweet. Yeah. I think the green apple is an interesting way. It, it kind of hits at first. But when we talk about the finish, uh, you, you know what I'm going to say. I can't believe I'm going to use this in a real way, Fingers Malloy. After all these years, I'm going to do it.
1: Marzipan. Stop that's it. the sweet. That's, that's the sweet. I would argue with you about that, but I have no idea what marzipan is. <laughs> That is, yeah, it's like a little bit cakey. There, you you definitely have when, when in
0: that exhale that 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 apple that orchard you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But as it rests on the tongue, there's this, there's this wonderful thick sweetness. That's right there. That's. That's pretty easy. That's a pretty easy bourbon right there.
1: Yeah, and it's a bourbon that I think that you would definitely bring to a table, and everyone could drink it, even oh. if they're not a bourbon person.
0: But are you sure you would bring it to a table? Uh, uh, Fingers boy. Uh, away. You're you going to give me some bad news? Well, you got to ask yourself if this is in your liquor cabinet, and is this Sweetens Cove from Peyton Manning, um, Andy Roddick. Jim Nance is a part of this. Oh. Is this in your liquor cabinet? At $200 a bottle.
1: I'd have to call an audible. Ah! See what I did there? It's a, it's a football. Uh, listen, $200 a bottle. Uh, I, I love Peyton Manning. I love Jim Nance. I love tennis. $200 a bottle. I, I can't see it, but it's one of those things where, you know, depending on how much a pour is at your favorite tavern or your favorite cigar lounge, I think it's worth trying.
0: Yeah, look, I think people are going to try it for the shtick of it, and I would tell Peyton that at two hundred dollars a bottle, as we're seeing it here, you're putting it in shtick category. I think you got to ask yourself: is that is that really where you want to be? Um, I think there's some solid flavor here. I think there's some some lovely things happening here. I think for um, the more purist bourbon enthusiast, it's too sweet. For them because it would work for the whole table i think i think it's solid but not at 200 yeah that's not talking about the juice that's talking about the price but you're gonna find out for yourself check it out if, if it's in your area sweeten's cove that is peyton manning's bourbon you tell us this is eat drink smoke Tony, cats, fingers, Malloy, eat, drink, smoke, and I had this chance today to speak with Aries Spears. You know him from Mad TV. He does voices on Family Guy and great, great, crazy impressions. And we were talking about comedy in today's world, and he was really getting to this amazing conversation about success. Talk to me about when we when you, you're on the road and you're doing this comedy, and, and you know you talk about political correctness. I'm always curious how the woke world works for you guys. I know how it works for me. Right. You know? yeah. But you you do some stuff. I mean, you, 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 even on, on your website, Ariespears.com, Ariespears Productions, um, you've got some routines on there that people say, oh, you cannot say that. Real and quick,
2: does anybody have a
0: cigarette, man? Can't smoke cigarettes in oh, here. Oh, you can't? No, no you it's a can't. cigar See, lounge. Make, oh, but you can smoke a cigar? Yep. I just assumed that because
2: it's you, got that astray, you got
0: ashtrays, you got... It's about the ambiance, that that smell, that whole feel really? in the air. Okay, that's the way they do it. Do you ever get hit by the crowd for 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 the woke stuff? Hey, you can't say that. Hey, how dare you? You know, hey. once
2: in a while, I, I you might have someone that wants to make a point. But for the most part, I mean, I'm established enough where my audience is my audience, so they know what I what I do, and, mm-hmm. and they're coming there specifically to get that. But every now and then, you know, you got somebody that wants to protest, right? Do you, do you find yourself
0: doing the joke that, that you want to do, or do you
2: play to that audience? So is like, you know, you, you talk about race. Is your audience a black audience? No, it's mixed. It, it depends on where I'm at. Right. There are some places in the country I go to, well, yeah, it's predominantly black. Mm-hmm. There are some places where it's predominantly white, but for the most part, it's generally mixed. So you're not doing the joke to to appease the crowd. You're doing the joke because, uh, damn, this is good. Yeah, because I know it works, right. regardless of the makeup of the crowd.
0: What is, I, I have seen guys, I think Joan Rivers was one of these people, um, index cards, would write down a little bit of a joke, index right. cards everywhere. Chappelle, on, on one of his specials, talks about he, he'll he take a punchline, throw it in a punch ball. I mean, right, He might have yeah. made that up just for the right, joke, right, not, right, but I'm willing to believe yeah.
2: that that happens. People, how do you do it? Uh... Yeah, I don't really take anything up. I I, I more or less know what I want to experiment with. And I just throw it out there and see where it takes me. If it works, it works. Yeah, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, try to learn from it. Memorize what was said that worked. Realize what didn't and try to fix it later. You know? Right. Yeah. You know, I I do a lot of crowd work, too, uh, which is something that in the beginning... Uh, was intimidating. What is crowd work? Uh, When you go off script, you just Mm -hmm. completely go off the fly and make it up as you go. Um, And when you learn how to do that and you become great at it, the crowds love that, they respect that. Because that's like real, not to say that people that don't do that because that's a hard skill Mm -hmm. and not everybody can do it, but that's just another level to being a comic. You know, it's like like everybody's got a playbook, their, their, their material. But you gotta be able to know when to call out Audible, man. You yeah. know, if, if, if there's somebody that's heckling you or somebody that deserves to be called out because of what they're wearing or how they're acting, you know, or if you just wanna freestyle and, and see where it takes you, that's just a, another level, man. Who's the guy people, or a girl, people should be paying attention to and they ain't paying attention me. to? Me. You're, you're yeah, it. Yeah, that's me, yeah. And again, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to be vain. Um, And listen, I've had people come up to me and call me everything from, yo, man, you wanted the goats, man, you're a legend. And and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I I, I brush that off Mm -hmm. because the real legends, come on, Pryor, Murphy, when you look at their body of work, the Mm -hmm. movies, the specials, the stand up, uh, the longevity, uh, I'm not on that level. Mm -hmm. Um, but, But look, whatever people see in me, whether it's the fact that I've been doing it this long and I'm still relevant, uh, at least in terms of the people, uh, what they claim is my realness, my honesty, the material is strong, the impressions are great. Whatever it is that makes that up for them, Mm -hmm. great. I would never bestow that upon myself. But whatever it is that makes them see that in me,
0: fine. By the way, I mean, this is a... I don't know what you were expecting from this conversation. This is a heavy conversation in in that... One of the questions I was going to ask, uh, because I asked questions, you you Mad TV was a juggernaut. Mad TV was was big stuff, right. and y- you you've certainly done other things. Then since then, you're still on the road, but it is it is different. My father used to tell me growing up that entertainment is the only business in the world, and he used you know 1980s numbers where you can make two hundred thousand dollars a year, and everybody thinks you're a failure. Oh, you dude, know, let me let me tell
2: you something, man. Here's what's crazy and 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 this is part of my energy and who I am as a person. And these are some of the the mistakes that i'm I'm susceptible to make. where most celebrities don't engage with fans on social media, especially ones that say negative, right? Shit, I go I go head in. i pro- it probably would be in my best interest to not engage uh-huh. to my own ego. I like knowing that I could outwit them verbally. And so I'm saying that to say... you Do you enjoy it like the Twitter I trolls? I kind of do, because I like to play with my food before I eat it. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, people will go, here's one thing that the common person will go and say, man, you washed up. And I go, dude, do you know what the word perspective means? Your measuring stick to my failure is that I'm not an A-list movie star like this guy or that guy. But do you realize in one year... My yearly income has two commas on it. Right? How many do yours have? I got several passports that are stamped. I travel the country, I've done tours in Europe, Africa, Dubai, Abu Dhabi. Where have you been? I don't answer to a boss. I work four nights a week, predominantly from the time I wake up till the time it's time for me to jump in the shower and work. I lay on my ass all day in a five-star hotel. Then I get dressed. I go on stage for an hour, hour and a half. I'm really only oblig- legally obligated to do 45 minutes. If I did just that, I eat for free, I drink for free, that's washed up. It's <laughs> like, dude, don't confuse your dreams with my accomplishments.
0: That's a great line. Don't confuse your dream with my accomplishments. Like, that's, I'm washed
2: up, but what about you? But it, but it, that, that is the way it's it's measured they're measuring it by someone else in their mind they've got they've got someone well you're not as big as so and so why are you worried about why are you measuring me to that man's success to which be it his success or my success you under both of us that's
0: a that's a that's a hard edge capitalist point of view right there like come on man who you cheerleading
2: for the guy that's got more than me, but more than you—they're cheerleading themselves because they feel that you know but two seconds of moral superiority. But they're not because for you to call me washed up, you have to place yourself in where in that pecking order. If I'm washed up, and you work at a in a cubicle, you punch a clock. You're a nine to fiver. You go to lunch when the boss tells you to go to lunch, and you come back when he tells you. I don't do any of that.
0: Right. And I'm
2: washed up. My man,
0: your perspective is off. Now, the full interview with Ari Spears is going to be available on eatdrinksmokeshow.com. It is blue. I did a lot of editing. <laughs> I did an amazing amount of editing. It was it was interesting, right? It was it just it was it was really interesting to hear a guy who's been through this perspective, the ups and the downs and 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 fighting for it. I mean, is there a little chip? Maybe, but interesting perspective. Check it out at eatdrinksmokeshow.com.
1: Be right back. Follow eat drink smoke on social media on Twitter at go eat drink smoke on Facebook facebook.com eat drink smoke and Instagram at eat drink smoke podcast
0: we have figured out why we can't get any product delivered all around the United States and the answer is all the cargo ships are stuck outside LA Los Angeles. Not Louisiana. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. And also, if you're asking, the unedited interview with comic Aerie Spears, which needed a tremendous amount of editing. (laughs) I I, I didn't have the heart to tell him, hey, you know, it's for radio. I just figured, let him fly. Let him do his thing. We will have that up. On the YouTube channel. So go to EatDrinkSmokeShow.com and you'll be able to find it. And then you can click on over to the YouTube channel and see everything. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com will have that for you. Comic and actor, Ari Spears. It was, I mean, it was interesting conversation on what it's like, you know, not to quote unquote make it and what it is you're trying to do and how people want to judge you for what they think is success, which a really fascinating look at the whole thing it was a great conversation I was glad uh, glad I got to meet him glad to have it I don't think we agree on uh, on maybe some things politically but this was just you know the idea of drive and the idea of creating uh, your career and, and on on whose standard are you doing it are you creating a career based on what it is you're trying to do or are you trying to live up to somebody else's version of what you're supposed to be doing based on what other people have done that doesn't make any sense that doesn't make any sense. And he took it in this very interesting way, and it was clear that it was very, it was, it was personal. Like when somebody wants to go after him, oh, you didn't make it, oh, you're washed up. He talked to me, he's like, I'm washed up? Let me tell you my story. <laughs> what are you talking about? So there, there was a lot of honesty there and a lot of, I think a lot of, a, an interesting, you know, kind of drive that, that guys like that have. I won't lie, I have that. Absolutely, and in, in the things that I do, whether it's 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 the the political radio stuff that I do, the culture stuff, whether it's eat, drink, smoke, or the video work I do, uh, absolutely, I, I, I have that drive to want it to to uh, achieve. I guess just my my view of the achievement is is different. You know, when we take a look at eat, drink, smoke, and it's on seventy stations across the country, people are like, "Ooh, seventy stations!" And yeah, it's it's completely cool. But it's still the same formula as when we started. It's, I have a love of cigars. I want to learn more about this thing. I want to engage funny people and have good conversations. That's still it. If it ends up on three hundred stations, it ends up on three hundred stations. I think that'd be great. But the, the the coming in every day, you know, and and doing the thing as we do it, fingers. I mean, that's that's what it's about. So so what is. the the success. You know, we're working on the book right now. It's going to be available to purchase for Christmas. You're not going to have to order it early. You're going to be able to still get it in time for Christmas. Um, We're working on some of those other kinds of things because it's just natural extensions of it. A a real joy in wanting this conversation and then building it out. But there's still an undercurrent of, yeah, you you want people to notice it. You want them to be a part of it. You want them to be excited by it and recognize the hard work that came into it.
1: Yeah, and Listen, a lot of what makes this so great, uh, especially when you're a content provider, whether you're a comedian or you're a radio host, uh, the fact that you're doing something that you really enjoy on top of it. I mean, I I tell people all the time, you know, when I when they ask me about the show, it it doesn't feel like work. I mean, you know, you, you, we've been friends for a, a long time. Yes, we're sitting here, uh, you know, talking about. You know lighthearted stuff a lot of things you know we do hit some serious topics uh but we're smoking cigars we're drinking bourbon and it's it's relaxing and it's fun that's and, our job people. yes and to be able to share this pa- passion with other people uh it's 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 very uh you know i don't want to start sounding like taking yourself too seriously but it's rewarding and it's enjoyable and i could see it the same way for a comedian so but it was just the idea of what what is success right uh,
0: is, is it the money is is it walking down the street being recognized everywhere what that that's different for everybody there is a a television host here in Indianapolis named Brooke Martin she uh, was a, an anchor on a, on a local station I've never met her but I think she's lovely and she recently said I'm done I mean she has a, a solid career here maybe she wants to wanted to at one time build it out and be national wherever the case may be and she said there's something missing in my life. And she felt that faith, in, her, in this case for her, faith, her connection to, to uh, a higher power, was missing. And that what she was doing wasn't providing that. So she left and started now, she started a new podcast about this conversation. And this is the thing she wants to talk about. What's success? In, in in is she not successful she made a decision to say this isn't what i want this is and had the had the the, the strength the, the decency the, the the wherewithal the desire to say i'm going to go do this thing because this is where i'm going to feel every day i wake up i'm glad i'm doing this
1: yeah it's smart too you build up this audience and then you leverage it you you pulling away realizing yeah, that but it's I don't not know. well no 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 you no. you you're, you're like i this doesn't make me happy I've, let me use this audience that I've built up and channel it into something that I will feel like is more fulfilling to okay. me and, and 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 make me happier as a person and feel like I'm doing something rather than maybe I'm starting to phone it in doing the job that I am right now. Yeah,
0: if you find yourself phoning it in, I that is the great sign that you should not be doing this. Uh, anymore. By the way, the guys at Case Elegance, they don't phone it in. Fantastic, fantastic humidors. If you're going to be getting good cigars like the God of Fire Serie B Robusto Tubo that we're smoking right here, you're going to want a good humidor. CaseElegance.com. They do fantastic work. And if you use coupon code EDS for Eat, Drink, Smoke, EDS, you'll get free monogramming. On that humidor. Different styles, different shapes. They work. Fingers Molloy uses the Case Elegance humidor. Check it out for yourself. CaseElegance.com Coupon code EDS to get that free monogramming. Meanwhile, back in Los Angeles, they have got cargo ship after cargo ship after cargo ship waiting at the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach to unload. 62 container ships this week just waiting to unload their cargo last week the high was seventy three now this is probably the busiest port in the us I think it's like the ninth largest port in the world
1: uh, what's on those ships it, 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 it is in computer chips we still don't have those yeah and I'll tell you something that I've noticed lately is I've been doing some furniture shopping yeah and that's another area of the economy where uh, you you go look for furniture, you they may have stuff in stock, but if you have to order something, oh, it may be six months to a year before you get your hands on that furniture. What what are you trying to buy? Bedroom furniture. Really? Yeah, I got to the point where I Getting I'd rid of look, the swing, are you? Uh, well, you get to that age, you may hurt something. Uh no, but it's it's to the point where I'm looking around and saying, Okay, I got a lot of mismatched pieces. Maybe it's time to be an adult right? and get a full bedroom set. Holy cow. First of all, the prices have gone through the roof. And on top of it, the supply isn't what it is. Maybe it's all stuck on these cargo ships because you know it's coming from overseas. Um, unless you're spending like a lot of money on from the made. Amish. Yeah, exactly. It's coming from overseas. And you know so much of this is, is also, uh, you know, they, they're saying it's because of a pandemic-induced buying boom uh, that's caused these shortages. But with these ships, a, a lot of it has to oh, do with all the, the sh- furniture. Now, that's very true. Yeah. You spend so much time at home, you're like let's just change this
0: out. and one of the, the first things to go when, it, when the pandemic first hit desks, all the kids were at home people working at home yep. you could not find a desk in America. it was impossible. So yes, that pandemic I think buying on furniture
1: is very real yeah and, but the with these these uh, the ships outside of port, again a trucker shortage. We're seeing this all over the country, where they don't have enough truckers to, to help unload all of this cargo. Yeah, and that chip shortage we've been talking
0: about with the cars has cost the auto industry $210 billion in revenue in 2021, and I don't think it ends in 2022, Fingers Moy
1: No. It's looking like 2023, and automakers are doing what they can to kind of shift their production, uh, you know, uh, prior- prioritizing what vehicles make more money, and try to keep the factories going, but... It's, it's, not, it's not looking good, but there's still a lot of them are making profits because there's such a surge in, in prices of, of available vehicles. But we're
0: now getting to the place where the new cars will really be scarce. It will all be used cars, and it's going to be fascinating, fascinating to watch. Our, our thanks to Aries Spears, ariesspears.com, for, for coming on uh, the show. It is the Sweetens Cove bourbon. That is Peyton Manning's bourbon. $200 a bottle. you got to decide for yourself whether or not that's in your liquor cabinet, but the God of Fire, Siri B, Robusto, the Tubo, the five five and a quarter by 50 with that Ecuadorian sun-grown, yeah, this cigar is in my humidor. Find everything at com. You should do that right now. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke.